good, y'all? It's your boy AJ. It's your boy Nick. And this is Hip Hop Vibes the Podcast. What's pop with you, homie? Ain't nothing, bro. More life, more life, more life, more blessings. Bad, How about bad, you, bad. Man? Same How old you, shit, bro? different toilet. There you go. <laughs> we basically said the same thing. Right. Like, different ways. Different versions, right. Yes, sir. And all, man. Tell them about today's topic. Yeah, so um, today's topic, we're going to do a little album review. Um, and it's going to be from a bird's eye view by, well, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this, where, where he's from. Because I want to say Maryland or North Carolina. I don't know, I don't know which one he, they, they say. <laughs> His bio says Maryland. And I think he was born in Waldorf, but then I thought he grew up in North Carolina. So I, whatever. He is a yeah. mid-Atlantic rapper, Corday. Yeah, man. So um, I'll start with it. Like it, it's it it um told me where I'm coming from as like as a rap listener in 2022. A lot of what I listen to is like party rap and uh, like club shit like that's a lot of what i'm listening to okay. and um so this this for me like from that context i'm listening to a lot of like right now because of the beats i produce i listen to a lot of like megan the stallion all the people trying to be megan the stallion type shit i'm listening to a lot of that because that's the beats i produce so right. i'm coming from that angle listening to this album was definitely refreshing because for me it wasn't like wasn't so one trick pony like this is my sound or this is my flow and this is what i talk about every fucking time and it wasn't just about club shit you know what i mean um he had i think he had a variety of different songs on there um you know he had a song like mama's hood which is probably one of my favorite ones just because of the vibe of it i just like the vibe of that one it's just kind of a slow kind of like sultry Boom bap and spot boom bap with a little bit of trap in the beat, and it's just kind of slow and it's got a nice chorus. He sings it real nice. That's probably, probably my favorite one out of the batch, maybe close. Um, but then he also had songs that were like like today that were for me very like radio ready. He was that was his like radio song with a very very modern trap beat, and he sounded totally normal on that, just like he did on Mama's Day. He's 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 got some versatility. Um Thanks. And then I also like the fact that um, he had a couple tracks that were featured hip hop legends like Wayne and Eminem to mm-hmm. try to showcase his his um, his lyrical skills, which in terms of commercial rappers is way above <clears throat> average, way above average for 2022. He's way above average. Um, obviously, oh, you know Eminem. It's hard to com- compete when Eminem does like I think 32 bars on on parables remix it's hard to compete with that but um oh, it was yeah, cool yeah. like songs like sinister i like i like wayne and i liked uh corday I, I wish they had like traded verses though they didn't do that i wish they had um but he, yeah he's not he sounded cool that was like a cool boom bap beat um yeah man like westlake high had a really dope soul sample um vibe and he was he, beautiful soul sample vibe very very reminiscent of J. Cole. Um, mm. And as an artist, he often reminds me of J. Cole. Um, but actually, I would say my favorite song on the album was Gifted. Because for me, it was just like catchy and it was like sunny and kind of, it was like just a vibe. It was like a summertime vibe for me. 
Oh, yeah, that's the draw with Roddy Rich, right? That's the one with Roddy Rich. I thought that was interesting the way like this. They have very different styles, but right. it's still like it worked together. Like, and it's interesting how they like patch the verses together. Like they're both in different places, like, but it sounded really cool. Um, but yeah, man, like overall, I mean, I thought it was a it was a it was a good album. Like I said, his his lyrical skills are above average for 2022. His versatility in terms of the kind of songs he made, he can make a radio catchy joint. He can make something that's a little more reflective, like introspective, like a J. Cole type shit. Talk about, you know, his feelings or where he grew up, whatever. Um, above average. But what I would say, and, I, and it's, we talked about this briefly before the show. I, after listening to this album, I went back to listen to his old shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, his old shit is way better. I'm sorry, but that I think the last album, um, Lost Boy, was a lot better. And that sort of his impact, I had like an idea, I had like a score and everything. But once I listened to the old one, I was like, wait, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It made me reconsider everything. Actually, I don't really like scores, so I'm not even going to give him a number. Because people get so attached to these fucking numbers. Like, I'm not even going to give a number. Um, I would just say it was it was good. It was a good album, but I think he could do way better. That's all. That's what I'll say. And I want to hear what you have to say. Too. Mm. That's what I would say. All right. Well, I definitely did like the whole J. Cole comparison. Yeah, because mm. that definitely does fit him. Because like, you know, J. Cole, he's lyrical, but he also could do like the commercial shit. He can kill a feature when needed. Even when it's not needed, he's still going to kill the shit regardless. But he definitely knows how to make an album. It was, I felt like it was well put together, especially the intro, because the intro is kind of like a, a mini sum up of like his life growing up, up, up until this point, you know, being in the, in the streets and all that shit. And like his mom, you know, doing his thing and all, doing her thing and all that shit. And then like friends getting locked up and all that type shit. So, yeah. And now all that, all that within like what, a minute and a half, if that. So I definitely love the intro. That's probably one of my favorite songs. That and um, what's the name of the other joint he did uh, that I fuck with? I think it was Super. No, no, One For Me. One For Me was my favorite. What do you want from me? Yeah. yeah. And I kind of had like, I kind of had like a groovy, funky type vibe to it. That's why I fuck with that one. And then, of course, you, the features, you had Lil Wayne, you had Eminem, Roddy Witch, even had Stevie Wonder on the joint. I, I just saw that. I was like, oh shit. Like, what, yeah. what did he do on it though? Like, he, he was like, playing the harmonica. harmonica. Yeah, he did yeah. the harmonica. Yeah. And who else? Yeah, no, you had Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, her. Yeah, Lil Durk. Lil Durk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gunna. I think Gunna's on the joint too, right? Yeah, Gunna's on yeah. the So, you know what I'm saying? He had like a mixture of like like newer artists and like, you know, the older artists about like Wayne and Eminem and all that. So, I definitely fuck with the, uh, I guess, the like, versatility of the album. And it's funny, like you, how you say, like you went back and listened to the first one because I was thinking about doing that shit too. because I, I haven't heard Lost War in a minute. Oh, oh so, okay, <laughs> it's been okay. a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, it's been Me a minute too. since Me I heard too. it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely need to go back and like listen to that and like compare the two. All in all, I say it was a very great project. A very good project. Probably what I say is my is it my favorite project thus far for twenty twenty two. One of my favorites. I'm trying to remember what all else came out this year. Uh, Don't ask me, bro. You're the one, you're the one that's good for that shit. I can never right. like keep track of what. I'm really trying to remember, but this is probably one of my favorites thus far. It's funny because we talked about J Cole. Cause we, we talked about this before the show too. The Dreamville just dropped their mixtape. 
D-Day. You should definitely listen to that shit too. Especially that, that shit. For sure. They all killed yeah. that shit. It was a little short though for me, but mm. compared to their last year of the album, but I'm gonna let you be the judge of that. What would you say is probably your top three favorite songs for the album? Gifted, Mama's Hood, and probably today. Mm. That's what I would say. Any particular reasons? Yeah, I mean, like I said, Mama's Hood, I like the chorus on that one. It's kind of slow. It feels like just kind of chill. It's real chill. I like the chill vibe of that one. Gifted, I thought it was just, it was catchy. It kind of made me feel good. It's kind of a feel good kind of like message, you know what I mean? Just feeling gifted, like just enjoying life, you know what I mean? And um, I like the beat. And then today, I, today I really like the beat. The way it sounded in the car the other day, driving home from work, it was just so fantastic. I was like, yeah, I love that shit for the beat. For the beat, probably more than anything else. Um, but those are those were my top three. Um, what about you? Uh, for me, my favorite was um, Shallow's intro. One for me, and what's the joint with Lil Wayne on it? Sinister. sinister, sinister, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's too, actually. That's probably yeah. That's, I like that one. I like that chorus. Yeah, and Lil Wayne was in his bag with that joint too, for real, for real. I killed that shit, bro. Yeah. But you said you went back and will listen to um Lost Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I did because I was like, because I, <laughs> this is this is a good, this is an interesting topic too. Like, I, um, one thing I noticed actually, my I'll shout out to my brother. Chris, he um, listens to a lot of hip hop and put me on a lot of shit. Uh, but one thing I remember, he he likes like follows music critics and shit. I used to like I used to be interested in like Pitchfork a bit more and shit, like just read what they had to say. Um, and one thing he always got mad about was like, why does Pitchfork give J Cole like sixes on all his, all his albums? Like the album is good and it's like better than most of these other artists or whatever. And it, 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 a reason why I'm mentioning this is because I actually did read some of those reviews, for example, with, with, with J. Cole, and they were always like, okay, J. Cole is crazy talented, but he never quite like delivers or does quite like, as good as he could for whatever reason. That's what, that's what their opinion was, right? Mm-hmm. I might I agree and I agree and disagree. But regardless, I feel like I wanted to hear his old project because I feel like I feel like I, when I give an opinion on an artist, I want to give an opinion on like what they're what they're capable of. You know what I mean? Like a like a like a basketball player can have a bad day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He could play like poorly, but you know he like in, in this season he averaged twenty five points a game. But he might have had an off game where he only scored twelve points. Next game he scored thirty five. You know it evens it out. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I would I judge an artist on like how good are they really? Like how good how good are they in general? And so when I went back to, to listen to Lost Boy, I was like, well, it kind of influenced a little bit of how I felt about this album because the last album was really fucking good. Like the last album was really good. Like I listening to the tracks, like it re, it reminded me of like J. Cole at his best, which is like mm. he, J. Cole's one of my top 10 and top 10 rappers. Like it really like really like moving shit. Like he just he had a way of like just summing shit up and just in a way you you just felt that shit like you just felt it and that i would say he did that better he i think his last album was more soulful than this okay one. this one had some cool shit it was good but like i i think i would i would hope that he could um 
I hope he could take a little bit more of what he did on the album before and sort of fuse it in the next one. Because I feel like I thought that some of his rapping on the one before was a little bit better. So that's why that's why I'm not saying like, for example, I'm not gonna say, okay, this this last this new album is a classic. While it yeah. was good, it was good, but like he could do better. So it's like, you okay. know what I mean? Like, I think he's got a I actually think he has a classic, like in him. I actually believe that. Um it's he, possible. He's young as shit. Like he's young as shit. He's like twenty two or something. Like it's he, it's something like twenty two or twenty three, whatever. Um, I mean, he he's very very talented. So yeah. yeah, like that that's sort of reason why I went back to listen to it because I was like, who is Corday again? Like I had to kind of refresh myself. Like okay, yeah, this is. Yeah, so I, I would definitely say listen to that one again because that one was like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pissed I didn't listen to it as much, man. Especially during the right. pandemic, that's some good shit in it. Like that was some really just, right, really good shit. When he say, would you say that he suffered from like the whole like sophomore curse type thing? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, may, maybe you know, maybe because like you know, you have you have your whole life to make the first album. Like, I think a lot of artists have said this, but you, like, you have your whole life to make that first album. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. even though he was young, like, I think Jay said this too about Reasonable Doubt. Like, he had 26 years before he made that album. And so it, you do have a lot of, like, story to tell. And he told a lot of story. More hunger. First, yeah, a little more hunger. Yeah, like, so, I, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. I wouldn't say this wasn't like a flop, though. It wasn't true, a flop true, true. at all. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a flop. It just wasn't like it wasn't as good. It just wasn't as good for me as the last one. But it's still good. It's still good. <laughs> it's still good. No, I feel that. Like the main song I remember from Lost Boy is um, was it Wintertime? I think it was the first Wintertime first track. Fucking good, man. That was definitely my favorite track. He killed that, was so that good. shit. That was yeah. so good. He reminds me of J. Cole at times, man, like heavy. I, like, there was one track way back home. Listen to that one. I was like, damn, he's on just like J. Cole. The way he was singing and, and mm. rapping. And me personally, I, I like to see him. I like to see artists that like, I, I said this on the last show, but but pay respect to people that came before him. I always like that. Like yeah. you can hear in his voice that like, you know, a lot of rappers now, they freestyle all their lyrics. You know what I mean? Like, you think about, like, a young thug. It's all off the top of the dome. Half of shit yeah. he's saying, you don't even know what he's saying. But, like, he, this dude writes his lyrics. You can tell he's thinking about shit. I, I do like and, and sort of miss those, like, the Nas's of the rap game. They used to really just write. Mm. They used to write. Like, it's a different feel because just, like, I could say some shit right now. It's not going to be as articulate if I, like, wrote an essay or sat down and had like an hour to, to figure out what I was going to say. That's one thing Corday has going for him because he he clearly like a J. Cole, he thinks about what he's saying and he's 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 thoughtful. I, I like that man. I really like that right. about him. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a rare breed, especially in this generation. With this, this new generation. generation. Yeah, 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 he's definitely a rare breed because it's only like a handful of like I don't want to say on like I don't want to say commercial, but like as far as like you know more known artists out right now he's like a rare breed like who else could you put in his class that's in his generation right uh, <laughs> i don't know exactly <laughs> not right. really anybody i mean i'm yeah. trying to think like I, yeah that kind of says it all i don't know because everybody else was like before him like you know joey badass 
Kendrick, like Cole, like that's all like a generation before him, or like, or I ain't gonna say generation, but like a different class. I actually think Joey Badass is a good like, even though he's older, he's like five or so years older than him. I think Joey Badass yeah. is a, is a good um example though, because Joey Badass to me, when he wrote like 1999, when he put that shit out. He was yes. like way the fuck ahead of his time on that shit. Yeah, was he like, was like what sixteen. He was still he in was, high school when he made that. He shit. was like seventeen years old. I remember yeah. me and my friends were like, "Oh my fucking god!" He's like our age. What the fuck? Like he put up. <laughs> he's rapping like he's like thirty. You know what right. I mean? And then like the fact that he like just understood nineties rap so well, I, I I felt so vindicated. I was like, "Wow, I'm not the only person that's just like stuck in the nineties." Like this motherfucker yeah. really he get he understood it like. Yeah, he literally I, I, had a song yeah. about that too. Stuck in the nineties. Yeah, like cool. I would say, like yeah, like he's he's kind of like a he's kind of like one of those artists with a lot. Of, he's got a lot of promise, the same way Joey Badass did. I feel like he does have a lot of promise. I mean, they're different artists, but if you know what I'm yeah. saying, like they, no, have, I get it. they got the skill. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody to compare him to. And I also like how like artists like that they don't try to put an album out like every fucking year. Oh yes, like they yes. actually try to take their time with the yes. shit. Yes, yes, dude. Yes, <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, bro. You take take a second just to think about it, shit. Right. Like, like you said, like it, it had even this uh, this album had a good flow to it. Like he, the little skit of skits, and like you said, the the tell up the one in the beginning with the uh, like you know, on the phone with like that storyline that yeah like, they clearly like thought about the album like okay we're gonna put this here and like. They knew what they were doing to create exactly. You don't see that. You don't see that quite as much as you used to. Yeah, um, they, but, like everybody's so like pressed, like hurry up and get the money, get the streams and shit. Like you got to push something out like yeah. quick as fuck. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. and that's just like music in general. Like, for example, look at somebody like a, like R&B wise. Look at um, what's my name? Usher. Like he dropped what eight seven oh one like in oh one, and then he dropped Confessions in oh four. Was that oh four? Yeah, oh four, oh three, oh four. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a whole three year difference. Yeah. And like a lot can happen in three years, so you can put all that shit into that next album. And you heard the difference, like you heard the exactly. mature, the maturity difference between them two. Like you know what I mean? Like you can hear that. Like. Right. Nah. Or even, I, yeah. Or, or even like um, or even like Kendrick Lamar. From like from like good kid Matt City <laughs> to Pippa Butterfly to Damn. Like, Sometimes I, I'm like, did he go through a time warp or some shit? Because I swear between his right. albums, like he 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 like I don't know how he did it, but it, it, he does more he does more evolution in between two albums than most artists do in their whole fucking lifetime, bro. Like, right. I don't, how, I don't know how he did that shit, but like like you said, like good kid Matt City. Three years later, he did. uh Butterfly. And you can hear that difference, like you said, right? You can hear those three years, just like Usher, that did like a changes the sound, changes everything. Like, even Logic does that shit too. Like, mm. he dropped what under pressure, and when when he dropped, it, I think 20, I think 2013, I think 2013, like, like that. Yeah. yeah, and then like maybe like a year and a half later, he dropped the incredible true story, which is a whole literal story within the stuff. And then after that, he dropped everybody. Then he dropped Young know, Sinatra Four. Like all of them were concepts. Concepts, yeah. Concept there albums. You there you go. And that's rare too. Like concept albums. Like that's rare nowadays. It, it is. It, de- it definitely is. Because like like you said, like if you're just like freestyling it, sort of just like throwing shit out. Whenever you're done with it, just throwing it out. 
you don't really have the time to sit back and be like, okay, what's going to be my concept? Right. You don't have time for that. You don't. You don't have time for that shit. You're just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Let them just, just hear hear the music. Um. And I think to, to your point, though, I think you summed it up really well, though, when you said it's really just about the money and the streams, because I think that it, that that really is what's pushing that. You know what I mean? That facts. It's, commer- it's a commercial model of like doing business, like me put some shit out every week and try to dominate it that way, as opposed to let me let the people wait. Like I always, right. I always think like another good example that I always think about is um Michael Jackson. You go back. Mm. In the Dog, like off, like okay, off the wall came out in '79, and then an '83 thriller came out, and then it was, it was '87. Uh, was it Dangerous? Is that the name of the album? Um, I think bad, so. Bad, I think it's bad or something. No, I think um, Bad came out like was it '90? Uh, um, no, nah, Bad came out '87, and then that was, okay. Dangerous came out in '90. My point is like for Michael Jackson, arguably, arguably the biggest artist of all time. Even he he knew. Let me take time between these albums. Let me let people digest the shit. Let me come back like the the going from Jackson Five to Off the Wall to Thriller like, and then yeah. to Bad like that. Th- that's what I, that, I think. Actually, you know, that's a good point because it also connects back to Corday. I talk about evolution. Like I, I could see him actually evolving as an artist. Right. It's hard. He's, to, only, he's yeah. only like what twenty four. I think twenty four. He, he's only he's only twenty four, man. And like, you see plenty of artists. Even even age isn't even like age is important. But like, look at Kanye too. Like Kanye is like Kanye started popping at thirty or whatever, like twenty nine, I think it was or something yeah. like that. Like, but he but again, he's another good example. I think you would agree of somebody who he took time between albums. <laughs> like he, he took true. a little he time. And then he, you heard like I remember, always remember hearing in my brother's bedroom where we we had we got we had uh, we had listened to College Dropout two thousand three or two thousand four, and then then I, when I heard Diamonds or Diamonds, I was yeah. like on the radio, I was like, what the fuck is this is different? Like he took time to evolve his shit, and that that's important, man. Like people should take their time with shit. Don't rush everything. Oh, Kanye. Oh, even somebody like fucking um, Tower the Creator, like all his mm. albums like concepts yeah, that's too. A good one. That's a good one too. Yep. And then the man had like what seven albums? Like he had three albums that were kind of like dark. Then he had that one kind of like transition album. Then his last three were more. I ain't gonna say. I don't want to say more musical, but you can definitely tell that he like that he grew musically. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I feel like there was more diversity. It was more varied. It was a little more, yeah, like, yeah, more yeah, filled yeah. out, a little more lush. Yeah, exactly, definitely. Like he gets better at, with every project. That makes him very rare, bro. That's a very right. rare. He's and definitely I, creative yeah. genius. And I see him in concert last month too. Like he killed that shit. Oh nice. Like, Where where did you see him at? Um, uh, he was in DC. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was him, Vince Staples, um. Kali Uchis, like he can, yeah, he rocked that shit. Mm. Had mosh pits and all that. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah, man, there's not too, not too many artists that do that, man. Facts. Definitely dropped that um J Cole joint. I might play some shit for you after the show. Oh, for sure, yeah, <laughs> do it, man, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I gotta listen to it again so I can give it like a 
a full legit review. Yeah, but, we can do that next. We can do that next show or something. We can do that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And has more guests on the show too for that one. Hopefully, well, we'll see. Yeah, that sounds good, man. All right. Oh, before we finish this, real quick. Will Smith, what are your thoughts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the slap her around the world. The slap her around the world. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. What do I what do I begin with that shit? Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Like this is, I'm not God. I'm not really uh in terms of judging somebody else or or assessing, but I, it, what I would say is some people are are making such a big fucking deal out of the shit. Um, yeah. For me, like a slap between two men, a slap is a, is a symbolic. It's more symbolic of just disrespect. Like like the time like the time that Mano slapped Youngberg. I don't know if you heard that story. Oh, that shit's the funniest shit. Yeah, like, I do remember that. Just because he's acting that. like a fucking moron. Like for me, no, that's not felony assault, bro. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, Will Smith got a little messy. But I can understand where that shit's coming from. I actually have an autoimmune disease myself. So I actually can understand where some of that shit is coming from, why you want to defend your why I completely understand that shit. And Chris Rock, to his to his to his defense, he took it like a champ. He got slapped. And he was first thing he said he was, pushing. damn, I got slapped by I got slapped by Will Smith. <laughs> kept it pushing. They clearly like it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like Chris Rock got hit, started crying. And started running around the stage, or, or or he tried to start fighting Will Smith. No, right. he got slapped. You think that's the first time Chris Rock got slapped for saying crazy shit? He's Chris Rock. He says crazy shit all the time. He says crazy shit. Like he, I'm sure he's been slapped before. Um, it's not that big of a deal. He was like, all right, whatever, and kept it moving. Um, no, I don't think Will Smith should should face any charges. I don't think Will Smith right. should face any uh, get his grant his uh, his Oscar, Oscar. taken away. Um, that said, if I was at the show, I'd be like, damn, man, could you have maybe done that shit like behind closed doors and smacked them up? Like, I, like, you know what I mean? It was just, it was just, yeah. it was just messy. Like, I, and I, if I was there, I wouldn't necessarily be on stage, oh, dapping them up. Like, oh yeah, bro, let's go like hyping them up or anything. I get where yeah. he's coming from. But for me, I mean, I'm just more of a person that like, I'd rather do that shit behind closed doors and like, I, and let that shit end up whatever way it's going to be. Um, but that's just me. Like I, I mean, I would have handled things differently, but I'm not Will Smith. And at the end of the day, uh, he's a fucking legend. And right. let's get, let's give, let's give a black man a fucking break when it comes to this shit in a Hollywood environment that's already extremely hostile to people of color. That last year alone had like no people of color for any fucking awards. Right. Like let's let, let's just like be. Let's give. Let's fucking Will Smith, bro. Like he, he's done so much good shit. Like. People getting super hard on him for no fucking reason. It right. makes me kind of wonder, like, what, who, who, are you guys just racist or something? Like, what, what is the problem? He fucking slapped the guy. Like, big deal. Donald Trump tells people to go, like, burn the fucking White House. And he's he's free. So right. if, he's, if he's free, <laughs> if he's free, Will Smith should be free as a fucking bird. That's all I got to say. <laughs> that's fast, it. Fast, fast. <laughs> what do you so, got to say, bro? No, I just feel the same way. I feel like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> was he, is Will Smith wrong? No. I don't think he's wrong. I don't think he was wrong. Could he handle it better? Possibly. But I mean, it is what it is. It's, it happened. It's done. My man's got his Oscar now. Fuck it. <laughs> Yo, Fuck it. He does. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? 
Like he got his Oscar. Uh, who else got the Oscar? I think Samuel L. Jackson got his Oscar too. Quest Love got his. Uh, Quest Love got an Oscar. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I just crack it up because you you saw the clip with what with uh, when he went on stage when Samuel L. Jackson dapped him up. Yeah, yeah. Like, good job, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to slap that motherfucker for you. <laughs> like, it's so clear. I'm sorry, were you done? Because I just had no, to no, yeah, you go, ahead, you go. Ahead. I was just gonna say, like, okay, all this bullshit, like Alec Baldwin talking about, he's the wrong person to be talking right. about shit. First, well, of nigga, all. did you just shoot somebody, no, kill somebody? somebody, and he's talking about violence? His, that violence made him on, it made him scared. Yeah, fucking all right. But, but my point was, uh, with Will Smith, like all this shit, all these fucking pussies on Twitter, like trying to drag him and shit after the event. Half these people didn't do shit or were clapping when he went on stage anyway. And like for me, Will Smith won that shit. Like he won. People were mad. I think people were mad or salty about that shit. Like, cause he not only won his award, slapped the man on stage, defended his wife, then got dapped up by pretty much everybody, won right. his award and went home. That motherfucker won. He just won that shit. Right. <laughs> like he just won. And I wouldn't even say Chris Rock took an L because Chris Rock was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, it's Chris Rock. You know what I mean? Like, it's all good. It's all good. So I'm happy that Will Smith got his award. He 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 won that shit. Like, he just, yeah, he he won that shit. So, hey, uh, so like, yesterday, like, I saw this shit on Facebook. It's like a website called, like, slapchris.com or some shit like that. It's <laughs> and it's literally a game where you're like, you slap Chris Rock. But here's the funniest shit. The funniest shit is if you... If if you get like at least like thirty like kilometers with a slap, <laughs> but if you get to like thirty kilometers, it start it starts playing and getting jiggy with it. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Like I died, bro. Let's see if I can find that shit real quick, yeah. I gotta find that shit real quick, bro. I got I got to find it now, bro. I have to find it. Here it is. Oh, hold on. I just found it. I'm about to share it. <laughs> I'm about to share the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. You always find the funniest shit, bro. Right. I don't know how you find that shit. That's hilarious. Why do you switch it? You switch it to Will Smith. That's funny. Hold on. <laughs> 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 Why they switch it? Hold on. Oh yeah, y'all ain't shit. They had Chris Rock on here the other day. Y'all ain't shit for that. No, look at the top, bro. It says April Fools. Click here to go back to. Chris oh shit! Rock. Okay, okay. I was about to say, what the hell? Oh. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, bro, right. I can't even breathe. That shit. I'm done. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. Let's jiggy with it. You saw Chris Rock's face. Right. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Oh man. Had to end that on a laugh, on a good laugh. Yes, sir. That was a good way to end it. <laughs> Bye, Aya. 
This was a very good episode. I'm your boy AJ. Your boy Nick. This is Hip Hop Visor Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Later. Yeah.